just bow down your heads and speak in other tongues for the few um, seconds that I'm giving you right now. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. In the name of the Lord Jesus. he that speaketh in unknown tongues speaks not unto man but unto God. He builds himself up. Lift your voice. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whilst you remain seated, we want to pray in the name of Jesus. We we'll lift our Father also before the Lord. He ministers at Ashama this morning. We ask that the Lord will anoint him greatly. We pray that the Lord will take him and his interact there safely. We pray that may the heavens be opened over the ministry over there. That by his ministration, many lives will be saved. Many will be revived. Many will be transformed. And many will be healed and delivered. Lift up your voice and pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Traveling mercies to God. We pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, you will go ahead of them. Send your angels. Let your angels go ahead of them. We pray your presence. We pray your power. We ask to God that you anoint him. You will give him the spirit without measure. Let him minister, O God, with signs and wonders following. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let lives be saved, let lives be transformed, let lives of God be delivered. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Libra Sukete, Zapantekelekete, Yekapa, Rapa, Shoda, Kapa, Rakapa, Shanapa, Rekapa Lakate, Iman Topolo, Shepelekata, Roshata Padakata, Rashan Develede, Ekapa Lakata, Ekama Shanapa, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ask the Lord this morning to speak to you. You have come to God and not unto man. So speak to him this morning that he will reveal himself unto you through his word. That this morning your life will never be the same again. That you will not go back the same as you came. Lift up your voice and talk to God in the name of the Lord Jesus. For the Lord is the Spirit. 
and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty lift up your voice in the name of the lord jesus you have come to god lift your voice in the name of jesus lord speak to me this morning in the name of the lord jesus lord i pray for the spirit of understanding Imanta balako shate belekete ropa kapalakata yante bele shadaba rakape yato shadaba yante belekete zebre kapa roshanta balakate ye kapa ropalakata in the name of the Lord Jesus libro sipahate zebre kapa ikanteleata roshakata balakata in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ the Son of the Living God. Your presence is heaven to me. Your presence, your presence is heaven to me. says that and the Lord is the spirit wherever the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty we submit to the lordship of your spirit this morning have your way in us Holy Spirit touch our hearts touch our soul touch our body let us not live here the same because we have come to know other but you let your word come forth O God let it minister life let it minister power. Let it minister revival. Let it minister healing. Let it minister breakthrough. Let it minister correction and exaltation to all that are gathered in this place in Jesus' name. Put your hands together and celebrate His presence. Amen. Oh, you can do it better. Hallelujah. Thank you. Please take your seats. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So like I said, daddy has already preached <laughs> the sermon. And no wonder I'm preaching one of his sermons. Hallelujah. 
Amen. 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 So please, will you thank with me to the book of Psalm 34? And let's read from the verse number 1 to the verse number 8. It says that I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. May that be your story this morning. Oh, I said, may that be your story this morning. The psalmist says that I will praise the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. One of the things that makes us so powerful one of the things that makes us so dangerous as believers in the spiritual realm is our ability to bless the Lord at all times. See, the devil can take everything from you. He can take your money, he can take your car. He can even take your children from you like he did to Job. But one thing that he cannot take from you is your ability to bless the name of the Lord. And the psalmy says that his praise shall continually be in my mouth. You must understand that God has ordained and connected and fashioned you to praise him. It is one thing that he can't do for himself. So, so the psalmist noticed and realized this, that he has been programmed or he has been fashioned to praise God. So he said that in all my ways I will praise the Lord. Whether good or bad, I will praise the Lord. I will keep and maintain a constant praise. Throughout my life, I have fashioned myself to praise him. Whether good or bad. Church, we have come to a place in our lives where praise and blessing the Lord must not depart from our mouth. You see, you don't praise God for just the things that he gives to you. And you don't bless him for the things that he gives to you. You bless him whether good or bad. And so you must cultivate that habit and that spirit. He says that my soul shall make a boast in the law. The humble shall hear before the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. He said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let exalt his name together. This morning, we want to magnify the Lord together. We want to exalt His name together. We want to put our hands together and celebrate God. We want to magnify Him this morning. Listen, we are past the time where you come to church and you behave like God hasn't done anything. You must move from the realm where you come to church and you are looking at all the things that you have not received. You must put down the diary of unanswered prayers and open the, the diary of answered prayers and say, oh, magnify the Lord with me, my soul. Oh, bless the name of the Lord to all who hear this. For the Lord has been good. Church life is so precious. Life is so priceless. 
no amount of money can buy life yet God has given it to us free of charge so you have every cause to magnify the Lord make him great and make him big the enemy has not been able to take your life the last time I checked you are still strong and healthy oh you didn't hear what, the, what I just said I said the last time I checked you are still strong and healthy the devil wished that by now you are lying on a sick bed it is, it is the desire of the devil that by now you have been knocked down by a car it is the desire of the enemy that by now you have eaten something that is poisonous it is the desire of the enemy that by the time you go to the house you will see your children lying down sick it is the desire of the enemy that by now you should be receiving a phone call about something evil that has happened to your family members but oh magnify the Lord with me oh magnify the Lord with me oh magnify the Lord with me exalt his name let us exalt his name church we don't just thank God for the things that he has done we exalt him because he is God there is nothing that he cannot do if God did a miracle for you yesterday the trick and the, and, and the strategy to receiving another miracle is to keep thanking him for the miracle that he has done hallelujah amen some of you, you don't understand what I'm saying. So you are sitting down. Listen, sometimes your radical praise and thanksgiving can open a door for you to receive another miracle. Without praying about that miracle, when daddy was leading us he said he, he quoted the scripture that the bible says that since the days of John the Baptist till now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent people shall take it by force sometimes you must be radical when it comes to praising God you must be radical when it comes to magnifying the Lord because that thing the devil cannot do it he wished he could still do it he used to do it and he knows the kind of power that he draws hallelujah amen bible says that music was found in him worship was in the devil lucifer what made lucifer a powerful creator was the fact that Everything that magnifies God, everything that exalts God was found in him. So anytime the devil, anytime Lucifer stands before the Lord and begin to exhaust God by nature, begin to exhaust God by the things that he has done, naturally he begins to exhaust the king of kings. He begins to exhaust the Lord of lords. There is a certain power that is released there is a certain glory that comes upon him do you think that the devil was that ugly if he was that ugly and he had no glory there is no way that one third of the angels would follow him listen anytime you begin to worship God anytime you begin to praise God and you are doing it radically you are doing it radically you are doing it radically there is a certain kind of glory that comes upon your life there is a certain kind of honor that God releases upon your life and when that glory comes upon you you become a man and a woman of influence wherever you step you will not say anything but yet people begin to seek after you people begin to look for you people begin to search for you 
there is a glory that comes upon a man because what the devil had he has lost it and by grace we have received it so now we are the we are the music of god he says that when man refused to place me when man refused to exalt me then i will move to the things that are not living i will call upon the stones i will call upon the trees i will call upon the rivers and they will begin to worship me we don't want to lose that position we don't want to lose that glory we don't want to lose that honor that lucifer lost we don't want to make that same mistake and say that we are high and mighty we have arrived we have achieved everything that we need but we want to remain humble and say that all that we have is because of your grace is because of your message therefore all magnify the lord with me oh i saw the name of the lord come see what the lord has done come see what the lord has done come see what the lord has done oh somebody is not witnessing to the things that i'm saying come see what the lord has done look at your life very well five years ago you were not at where you are now Ten years ago, you were an alien. You were a cast out. One that was without God. One that had no relationship with Christ. But mercy has found you. Grace has located you. You that you were nothing. You were you that you were nobody. God Almighty, by His grace and mercy, has called you from darkness, from darkness, from curse into His marvelous light. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Why won't I magnify Him? Why won't I exalt Him? I don't know about you this morning, but from today, I choose to be silent. I choose not to be silent when it comes to worshiping God. I choose not to be silent when it comes to praising God. I will lift up my voice and I will exalt Him and I will say, All nations, come see what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in our sight. Amen. Listen, I'm not saying this will excite you. But you see, for far too long, the devil has been robbing us of the secrets and the mysteries that causes the breakthroughs in our lives. The devil tells you now you have a car. Oh, now you are married. Now you have a child. Oh, when you are thanking God, you can just be diplomatic small. Look, 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 look at you now. You are a boss. Why, why would you want to kneel down? Why would you want to lie prostrate? Why would you even want to clap your hands? Look at that girl. You proposed to that girl the last time. She has not even accepted your proposal. And you want to lie down on this carpet? What do you think she would think of you? He says that they looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. They looked. They looked. They looked unto him. When we come here, we have not come to look unto any man. We are not here to look at anybody. Listen, you came here alone. You came here by yourself. Even if someone invited you, you would have said, no, I am not coming and nobody will stop you. So you came by yourself. And so when you come, look unto him. Look unto him. Look unto him. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, 
the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him he endured the same he despised the cross when you come into the house of the lord you have come to jesus christ the bible says in the book of acts chapter 4 that when the man at the at the, at the beautiful gate was begging for arms when he saw Peter and John. Peter and John. No. Bible says that he asked for arms. But Peter and John said, Peter and John can "Silver say, and gold, we don't have. But such as we have, we want to give to you." The Bible says, and the man shifted his attention, looking unto them with expectation to receive. When you come into the house of the Lord, your expectations will be the breeding ground for your miracles your expectations will be your breeding ground for your miracles but the bible says he looked unto them and said in her in his heart i am ready to receive when you come into the house of the lord how is your heart conditioned how do you desire to receive what kind of heart do you have bible says that they looked unto him and they were lightened up they looked unto him and their faces started growing they looked unto him and their faces started shining they looked unto him and their faces brightened up oh this morning as you have come into the presence of the lord so long as you are looking unto him may he cause your face to brighten up in the name of the lord jesus may the lord cause your face to be brightened up in the name of the lord jesus the bible says and their faces were not ashamed hallelujah who tells you that when you come into the presence of the lord you are wasting your time listen the enemy has been deceiving us for far too long these are ancient strategies these are ancient proven ways we cannot forego them and expect god to bless us we cannot stay in our homes and expect god to bless us we cannot come to church like we go to work and expect god to bless us listen if you put you put in your best at the workplace for, for, for you to receive an income for you to receive silver and gold that would eat tomorrow it will be no more when you come into the house of the Lord, you must do a hundred times more than what you are doing at the workplace. Because at the workplace, whoever is the boss, the enemy can stir him up and you just look at your face and say that you from today, I don't want to see you again in this company. The people that you are working with, your business partners, they can look at you and say that from today, I no longer want to deal with you. I don't want to do any business transactions with you. And you will ask yourself why. You will ask him why. Why have you done this to me? There is an enemy out there stirring the heart of that man against your life. So when you come into the house of the Lord, you can't be you can't be you can't be just sitting down. You can't just be sitting down. You can't just be un uninvolved. You can't just put your hands together and fold it and say that as for me. I know that my business partners will still be there. Amen. Amen. Bible says that they looked and they were brightened up their faces were not ashamed when you come into the house of the lord he takes away shame 
It takes away shame. It takes away disgrace. For some of us, where we are coming from, our, our, our sisters have, have connected with the spirit of shame and disgrace. And so we are doing everything so that we will have our blessings. We will have our blessings. That the glory of the Lord will come upon our lives. But instead, but instead, instead, what we see and what we experience is disgrace. It's shame. But the Bible says, those that come into the house of the Lord and they looked unto the Lord, they are brightened up. And God takes away shame. This morning, may God take away every shame. The Bible says in the verse 6, the poor man cried. The Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The poor man it's not talking about someone who doesn't have money it could be that you don't have money it could be that your poverty has to do with finances it could also be that your poverty has to do with material things but you see what I want you to cast your mind on is that the poor man here that he's talking about. He's talking about a man with humility. A man who has humility. A man who has humility to approach God. A man who recognizes without God I am nothing. A man who has everything yet he sees God that without God I cannot do anything. A man who has everything yet he sees that the center of his success is Christ. And so he sees that any time he loses out of the presence in the house of the Lord. And any time he neglects prayer, he's becoming humble. He's becoming proud. Amen. Amen. You see, one of the things that is affecting the church today is pride. You see, anytime you stop praying, what you are saying is that God, I have everything. And therefore, I have no need of you anymore. Anytime you feel too big to pray. Anytime you see prayer meeting as a nuisance to you. Anytime you want to only gather when it is prophetic meeting. What you are saying is that God, I don't need you. We are we are we are we are instruments of prayer. We have been fashioned to pray. We have been created to pray. Prayer is not just for success. In our material gains. Prayer is not just a success in this material world. Prayer is not just something that we do when we are in need of material things. See, prayer is a lifestyle. We live prayer. We live prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that we are priests and kings unto our God. Listen, you are not you are not like the man outside there. When the unbeliever refuses to pray, it's okay. 
When the unbeliever refuses to fast, it's okay. But as for you, when you refuse to pray, you are breaking spiritual protocols. You are breaking spiritual covenants. You are breaking spiritual commandments. In the book of Luke chapter 18 and the verse number 1. Luke 18, the Bible says, Then you spoke a parable unto them that man ought always to pray and not lose heart. Man ought always to pray and not lose heart. In the book of Luke, chapter 11, Jesus said to his disciples, When you pray, meaning that fasting to pray meaning that inside of you is the ability to communicate to God with God he says that when you pray because the disciples had come to him and they said to him Rabbi show us how to pray as John the Baptist taught his disciples how to pray and they have realized that every now and then Jesus shows a way to pray. Jesus prayed many times. The Bible says that he prayed morning and he prayed in the evening. I did a little research and I found out that 38 times Jesus prayed in the New Testament. If Jesus prayed, then you cannot sit down. If Jesus prayed, then you cannot sit down. You cannot fold your arms. You cannot say that I have arrived. So long as he was on this earth, every opportunity that he had, he made use of it. He prayed. He prayed in the morning. He prayed in the afternoon. He prayed in the evening. Listen, you cannot be a good Christian if you don't know how to pray. Thank God we have a prophet who knows how to pray. Amen. Amen. Listen. You can't be lazy in your prayer life. You can't be lazy. How many of you by yourself, you have sat down and throughout the night, you have prayed. You want success in your business. You want breakthrough. Breakthrough doesn't come just by laying of hands. Breakthrough doesn't come just by prophecy. Breakthrough doesn't come just by you sitting down. Show me a man of prayer. And I will show you a man of miracles. Because if there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. At the time you begin to pray, spiritually you are shifting things. At the time you begin to pray, it might not look like you are making sense. Hallelujah. Amen. You look at yourself. And you look at the things that are going on in your life. This is not what the word of God is saying concerning me. He says that he became rich. That through his rich, that through his, he became poor. Though he was rich. That through his poverty I might be rich. And I look at myself. And I see that I am not that rich. This is not the time for you to blame a pastor. This is not the time for you to blame a pastor. This is not the time for you to say that this place is not anointed. Set yourself up in prayer. 
The Bible says in the book of Daniel chapter 10. When Daniel understood the prophecy by Jeremiah that the people of Israel must be in captivity for a certain number of years. But when the years are over, they must move from Babylon into their promised land. Even though everyone was just quiet and they were not praying the angel said that from the day that you set your heart to search the scriptures and to understand that which was prophesied concerning Israel and you began to pray that very day I was released to bring you an answer the very day when things are not working that is not the time for you to complain set yourself up in prayer set yourself up in prayer when the thing is delaying move to the next gear take a time off set yourself in prayer because there are certain things they don't just live by prayer but they live by fasting and prayer Jesus said this kind go at not but by fasting and prayers there are certain things you must set your body aside you must put the food into the fridge and you must lock the fridge up and say that this is between me and my destiny it is time for me to move to my promised land it is time for me to move from Canaan it is time for me to move from Egypt into the land that flows with milk and honey the Bible says the Lord spoke to Moses and said to him in Exodus chapter 3 he said the crying of my people had come to me not the crying of Moses Moses had no idea what was happening in Egypt Moses had no idea what God has planned for the people of Israel but when the people began to pray God looked for a man God looked for a man to anoint him to come and deliver them who told you that when God set a man he does not place an anointing upon his life God puts an anointing upon the life of that man but your desire and your determination to see yourself move out of Egypt will cause another grace will cause another anointing to come upon that man and by that anointing God will use that man as a vessel to shift you from the Egypt into the land that flows with milk and honey and so God will send him then he will come even into your situation even though you had nothing and you are struggling God will send a man you cannot speak to Pharaoh yourself but by your prayer your prayer was sent to the throne of grace and God will send a man for the Bible says there is a man that was sent from God and the man that was sent from God he receives an anointing with that measure anytime God give a word to Jacob God is not talking to Jacob God is speaking to Israel listen your prayer provokes a certain anointing listen you have no idea what prayer can do you have no idea how dangerous you are if you set yourself up for prayer you have no idea you have no idea hallelujah I said you have no what you have no idea look at your neighbor and say neighbor you are terribly dangerous if you set yourself up to pray 
you are dangerous when you become a man of prayer you see the devil knows how dangerous you are and that is the reason why he all he is always trying to prevent you from praying how, how tired you become when you want to pray how lazy you feel when we call for prayer meeting listen he is robbing you of your of of, of of, 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 of your miracles. You think when we call for prayer meeting, it is because we want to um, see you around. Listen, Paul says that I know what I know by the grace of God. You, you, who sets himself up for prayer you see we 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 are we are we are creatures of prayer can you tell me any of the creations that can communicate with god why, 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 why do you think god gave you that ability why do you think you have that access? Paul said in Hebrew, he said that, he said that death, it says, let us therefore run boldly to the throne of grace. Listen, you are dangerous. But at the same time, you can become miserable frustrated like one that, that, that has no help hallelujah in the book of Matthew chapter 21 and the verse number 13 my God just speak in other tongues for the next few seconds Lift your voice, speak in other tongues. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He says that. Okay, say. Let's, yeah, let's read from the verse number 13. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer. But you have made it a den of thieves. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said that my house shall be called a house of prayer but you have made you have made it or you have turned it into a house of robbers you have turned the house you have turned the house into a den of thieves you see in the spiritual realm a house is either a house of prayer or a house of den of thieves hallelujah Amen. Jesus said my house is a house of prayer so if it is no longer prayer what follows is the, is the house that attractives. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, we are the Amen. temple of the Lord. So we are the house of the Lord. He says that I don't dwell in houses that have been built by men. That is why the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So a man who prays he is the habitation of the Lord. You cultivate the presence of God. You attract the presence of God. You attract the goodness of the Lord. You see, David wasn't just a king. He was a man of prayer. David was a king. He was a prophet. He was a priest. So David could pray. He could stay all day praying. 
So he had the presence of God with him. Jesus was anointed. Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. And with power. The reason was because for 38 times in the New Testament he prayed. He became the habitation of prayer. Anytime he's still away, he goes to pray. When he is with his disciples, he will just move away from them. He will go and pray. Whenever he is with his people, he just sneak away and go and pray. So he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. The reason why some of us we are going through struggles. We are going through challenges. It's because we have refused to pray. And so we have allowed the enemy to invade our house. The house that is supposed to be a house of prayer. Now it has become a house that attracts armed robbers. It attracts thieves. And Jesus said in the book of in the book of John 10, chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. He says that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So whenever the enemy comes and sees that prayer is not going on in this house he comes as a thief that is the reason why the enemy is stealing your blessings that is the reason why the enemy is stealing your miracles that is the reason why the enemy is stealing your breakthroughs you see when the enemy comes in there is an exchange he exchange whatever you have and gives you whatever he has so you are strong all of a sudden you start feeling weak all of a sudden there is an arsenal that has been released from your father's house from your mother's house somebody is somewhere and it doesn't like the fact that you are succeeding in the business and in the place where you are he begins to chant he begins to chant he begins to say things and because your house is no longer a house of prayer God is no longer there the blessings and the anointing is no longer there the light is no longer there he comes in to inhabit your life and what happens is that you begin to see negative things happening you begin to see bad things happening Jesus said when a, when a spirit is cast out he goes Luke chapter 11 verse number 24 he said that when the spirit is cast out the spirit goes and then when it goes that was because of the dry places and if he finds no place to inhabit he says to himself let me go back to my house he still refers to you as his house he still refers to you as his dwelling place and the bible says when he comes and the house has been swept and has been kept clean and sees that it is no longer inhabited but it is empty nothing is going on over there nothing is going on over there there is a saying that an idle mind is the workshop of the devil so when he comes and you are empty he finds a man without prayer life he finds a man who is lazing about when, he, when, he's, when he's about prayer Bible says that he goes and gets seven more stronger and wicked demons and when they come he says that the trouble of that man become more worsened than he used to be for some of us we have been born again for years 
Oil has been poured on us. Hands has been laid. It isn't because the man is not anointed. It is because you don't have a prayer life. So every time the demon is cast out, he goes round and comes back and sees that you are no longer on fire for God. And so he comes back with more wicked spirits. And they dwell in your life. And they mess up your business. Whilst you were praying, your business was doing well. Whilst you were praying, your finances were doing well. Whilst you were praying, there is peace in your home. Whilst you were praying, you have joy. Whilst you were praying, you have peace. But the moment you cease prayer, the enemy comes in as a thief. And he comes with seven more demons who are more radical, more wicked, more treacherous. And they want to inflict pain on your finances. They want to inflict pain on your business. They want to inflict pain on your life. You are walking and all of a sudden a car from nowhere drives into your car, hits you and destroys your car. And you ask yourself, God, why? It is not about God. Ask yourself, when you woke up in the morning, did you pray? When you stood on your bed, did you pray? Did you set yourself in order? Did you align yourself according to the will of God? That the angels of God will be giving charge over your life to lead you and to protect you. This morning you want to rise to your feet in the name of the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, from tonight, from today, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I refuse to become a, a prayerless man. I refuse to lazy about in prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Receive your prayer back. Receive your prayer back. Lift up your voice. Open your mouth. Since the days of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and violent people shall take it by force. Lift your voice. This is not the time for you to pray in your head. Oh, lift your voice. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you can't be quiet. You can't be lazy about your prayer life. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus, revive my prayer life. Revive my prayer life. Revive my prayer life. Revive my prayer life. Set me on fire. Set me on fire. Set me on fire. Oh God, I am weak in prayer. But today, I pray for a second chance. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a second chance. I pray in the name of Jesus. I want the house to be a house of prayer. I want it to be a house of prayer. In the name of Jesus. Not a house that attracts things. Not a house that attracts ambulances. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. Talk to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, slumber. Go away. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I refuse to sleep. When I begin to pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I cast out slumberness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice. Pray this morning. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. The fire of prayer. The fire of prayer. Eliza was a man subject to like passion. He prayed fervently. He prayed earnestly. Lift up your voice. You are weak in your prayer life. You don't love prayer. You don't like prayer. You detest prayer. You dislike prayer. You cannot receive a miracle. You cannot receive a breakthrough. If you are not a man, if you are not a woman of prayer, lift your voice. Jesus said, can't you wait with me for just an hour? He said, pray that you may not fall into temptation. A man that prays, temptation will come, but you overcome it. A man who prays, challenges will come, but you overcome them. A man who prays, will take challenges will come, but you overcome them. He said, pray that you may not fall into 
to temptation. We shall pray that you may not be tempted by the enemy. A man who is not a prayerful man is always offended. He's always bitter. He's always unhappy. Lift up your voice. Revive my prayer life. Revive my prayer life. Revive my prayer life. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. For some of you, you can pray for just 10 minutes. You can pray just for one hour. You can pray just for 30 minutes. Lord, revive me. Oh, Shatakata. Ipelekatekete. Sokalokatabalakata. Yetsalabagabalabaya. Hey, Shatakatekete. Ipelekatabalabaya. Rakapo Shedepa. Ipate Shedemakata. Liko Balakatabalabaya. God is reviving your prayer life right now. There is a fresh fire coming upon you. There is a fresh fire coming upon you. There is a release of fire. There is a release of fire. Receive it now. 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 My house shall be called a house of prayer. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. We honor you, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. Yes, Lord. And there's someone here, quickly, before we sit down. You, you've been having dreams of snakes chasing you. You've been chased by snakes. Now, it's not every time you see snakes that means evil. Our father has taught us in this house that sometimes you can see snakes and it means that God is talking to you about being wise. But there are times you see that you are being pursued by snakes. I just want you to lift up your right hand. Listen, don't feel shy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I rebuke every spirit. Every serpentine spirit. Amen. Chasing and troubling the destiny Amen. of your people. Amen. I pray that let the power of the snake over your life be broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There's someone here to you who've been having this dream. And Amen. the dream is like every time you seem to be behind time. You seem to be behind time. And you were always struggling to make the time to get there on time. But in the dream, you see yourself that you, 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 are, you are not getting there. And because of that, you become very anxious in your dream. Can you lift up your right hand? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray by the power of the Holy Ghost. I release your people. I come against every spirit. 
every spirit of retrogression i break it all over your life in the name of jesus and i pray the spirit of speed into your life in the name of jesus receive speed receive speed in the name of jesus the son of the living god now before we sit down if you are here today you don't know jesus as your lord and personal savior you cannot live a life of prayer until you have become a child of god because we pray in the name of jesus it is that name that saves if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life you have the authority you have the legal right to use the name of Jesus to receive your miracle. But if you don't have Jesus, you have no business casting out any devil, casting out any spirit. So this morning, if you are here, you don't know Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior, can you stretch forth your hand do it willingly. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Okay. Can you please stretch forth your hands, all of us? Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We have received your word. We ask in the name of Jesus. Grant us the grace. Make us what the word says that we are from today. In the name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let's celebrate him. Hallelujah.